Good morning. Welcome to the Cape League Roundup. Morning, everybody. Welcome to the Cape League Roundup Podcast. I'm Chris Lynch, and what a day of playoff baseball we had yesterday. So let's do these in chronological order. We had two games in the first round of the Cape Cod Baseball League playoffs yesterday. One of these was very close, very down to the wire, very exciting, and the other one was surprising in from a certain point point of view and one of those things you look at and go huh so uh yeah that result happened but let's deal with the one that was a lot less surprising and a lot more exciting frankly so the Brewster Whitecaps and the Harwich Mariners played game one at Stony Brook of the Eastern Division final and it was a 2-0 Brewster win this was a day for on the offensive side, Chad Castillo, who had three hits and drove in the only two runs of the game. Uh, one run scored by Zach Neto and one run scored by Chris Lanzilli. Uh, as far as the Harwich offense was concerned, Brock Wilkin got two hits out of three times to the plate. Chris Newell got two hits out of four times to the plate. And Trey Dombrowski started for Harwich, and he was outstanding. He didn't give up a hit through his first... Uh, into the third inning, so he was phenomenal in his time on the hill. Uh, he threw six innings, but he did give up both runs, which his ERA was in the 0.85s, and he walked his 0.85 to start today, and he walked his third batter of the summer, all summer today, with one walk, which is, he's been amazing, and he pitched really, really well. It's just that he, you know... He ran into a Brewster team that pitched unbelievably well. Uh, Brian Fitzpatrick started this game. He went four to third and got into a real jam in the fifth. He got himself into a jam in the second as well, but was able to get out of it. Uh, he gave up six hits across those four and a third innings. He walked two guys and he struck out eight. If he was hitting his spots and getting guys to swing and miss at stuff, he was getting people looking foolish on some of these pitches. He was relieved by Michael Prosecchi, who came on and pitched the next three and two-thirds and actually got the win in this game. He threw three and two-thirds, four hits, no runs. He did not walk anybody, and he struck out four guys. And Dale Stanovich came on for the save, just one inning of work. He didn't strike anybody out or walk anybody or give up a hit. Uh, he got three outs and wrapped up the Whitecaps' victory. They now lead the series one game to nothing after their 2 nothing win. Uh, they're going to be at Harwich today for game two of the series. It's going to be Teddy McGraw getting the start for Brewster. It's probably going to be Eric Razelman who gets the start for Harwich. At least that would be my guess, the uh, LSU pitcher. So... That's uh, that's what they're going to do because Harwich pretty much has to throw everybody they have who can get out in game two because if they lose this game, the summer's over. Uh, Brewster, they have one to play with, but 
short series, you got to go for it. If you have a chance to win a ball game, you have to nail it down and you have to just get the win that's in front of you. And that is especially true now for the Bourne Braves because the truly shocking result from yesterday is that the Katuit Ketteliers annihilated the Bourne Braves 15 to 6. And at the end of the, in the middle of the third inning, Katuit was up 7 to nothing. And this game was played at Bourne. So Bourne, who all season was a juggernaut squad, simply didn't have it. Michael Sansone, the starter for this game from Fairfield, who all regular season was awesome, he threw two innings. He gave up four runs, five hits with a walk and a K. He just couldn't get anybody out. He he just he just plain did not have it in this game. And Bourne was never really able to dig their way out of this mess. So I feel bad for that guy that he was effectively left out to dry following uh, following all of this stuff. So that's uh, that's pretty much how they lost this game. Katuit's starter, Quinn Matthews from Stanford, was excellent. Five innings, five hits, three runs. Only one of them was earned. He walked one, and he struck out nine. And somehow... There was a four-inning save awardable in this game. I'm not sure exactly how this was possibly credited as a save, but Harrison Cohen from Syosset, New York, from George Washington University, came on and threw four innings, gave up six hits, three runs, two of them earned. He struck out five. And I'm not sure exactly the rule that allows this to be a save situation. Uh, Bourne had cut it by the time of his entrance to actually wait no because by the time he entered which would have been in the sixth Katuit had piled on five more runs in the sixth inning to balloon their lead up a little bit higher to 12-3 yeah this game got ugly in a heartbeat which it's worth reminding ourselves Katuit scored by far the most runs in the league paced today by Nathan Martorella, who had three hits, including a double and a homer, and three runs batted in and three runs scored from Cal Berkeley. I mean, this team can hit. Uh, Jace Grady had four runs batted in, the center fielder from Dallas Baptist, a double uh, home run for both of his hits, four runs batted in. Uh, Katuit just hit and hit and hit and hit. Uh, Tanner Schobel, the shortstop for Bourne from Virginia Tech, had three hits, including a double and a run batted in. So the Bourne offensive performance, six runs scored for them in this game on 11 hits. On a lot of days, that would be enough to get you a victory. But uh, no, when you give up 15 runs, five runs in the sixth inning, three runs in the seventh inning as kind of tack-on mess, you're in trouble, and uh, when your starter gets knocked out after two innings, you're in real trouble. Cole Chidoba did a decent enough job giving up three runs through three innings. He handled himself pretty well. Hector Alejandro came on in and got annihilated. One in the third innings, six runs earned, eight total, eight hits, one K. He just got nuked in an inning and a third. 
And by the time that that mess was all done, Bourne was just too far out of it to be able to mount a a considerable comeback. They had one run tacked on in the ninth inning, but really this was a 15-5 final that ended 15-6. The winning pitcher is Quinn Matthews. The losing pitcher is Michael Sansone. I don't understand how there's a save awardable in this game, but apparently there is... Uh, This rule doesn't really make any sense to me, but sure, whatever, I guess. So, the Bourne Braves are now going through their first bit of adversity in the entire summer. They will be playing at Katuit. If they lose this game today, then they will be done. If they lose this game, their season is over. 4 p.m. is first pitch between the Braves and the Cataliers. And this is Katuit playing at home against the team that has been the best all season in most facets. But Katuit offensively is brimming. Bourne has to find enough pitching for one more game and then try and get themselves back home to, you know, redeem themselves in front of their home crowd. Meanwhile, 5.30 p.m. is Game 2 of the Eastern Series between Brewster and Harwich. That will be at White House Field at 5.30. Brewster's going to throw Teddy McGraw, and Harwich is going to put Eric Razelman on. Razelman has had success against the Whitecaps this season. Uh, McGraw has had kind of an up-and-down season, but he's definitely got enough stuff that if he's got it locked and loaded, then he's really hard to beat. And Brewster just hoping for enough out of him and the bullpen to nail down the rest of the game. Meanwhile, Bourne and Katuit, Austin Parsley is going to be the starter for the Braves, and he's a good arm to go to. He, in the regular season, had an ERA of 205 across seven games, struck out 36 guys and walked one in 26 in the third innings of work. He's the right guy to go to in this situation, and you got to hope you can get a lot out of him, which means... Have him swinging its stuff. Uh, have Katuit swinging its stuff that results in kind of weakish ground balls and quick outs. I'm not sure who Katuit is going to throw as uh, their starter for this game. That is the one bit of concern for the Cavaliers is that they're frankly not as good a uh, a pitching team. As um, as the Braves are, but you certainly would not have known that uh, yesterday if you were just going off of the stuff you saw in uh, in yesterday's game. So I'm not sure who the Cavaliers are going to start. I haven't seen an actual um, list made or an actual uh, announcement made. I might guess they'll probably go with Jake Brooks, the starter from UCLA, who had an ERA of 306 and was pretty all right for most of the season, went 3-3 three and three this year, uh, has faced Bourne once. He didn't fare that well against them, but he's pitching uh, in the biggest game of the season with an opportunity to send the Cavaliers back to the championship round. So I might guess it might be him, but... That's just guesswork at this point. I haven't seen anything to confirm that uh, speculation. So, welcome to the playoffs. Everything gets a little more tense, and everything can go on for a little bit, or it can be done in the blink of an eye. 
So we will have to see how the rest of this works itself out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cape League Roundup Podcast. We hope you got some value and some knowledge out of this. I'm Chris Lynch. We hope you get outside and enjoy some sun and enjoy some baseball. Baseball.